Hey there, welcome back to After Adult. I'm Adrienne, also known as the Porn Star Siri. And Rachel is my co-host and friend who is uh, not a porn star. She has a civilian job. This episode is part two of our two episodes about bisexuality. If you haven't listened to part one yet, I'd recommend going back and listening to that right now. Don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts um, by going to afteradult.com and follow us on Instagram at afteradult. All right, without further ado, here is part two of our bisexuality episode. I have a friend who just identifies as a slut. I love that. Just slut. She's like, she's like, I don't really identify with, I used to identify as bisexual, don't really identify as bisexual. I think I'm just a slut. And then you get into the whole thing of like, well, are you really bisexual if you've never had any experience with anyone other than if you're, if you identify as this female, then, right. but like, no one ever asked that of straight people as anything other than anything, one other than a straight cis male yeah. it is the whole thing. Um, it's so, I think that's just a little gatekeepery yes, to be like, is... how do you really know if, can you really be bisexual if you haven't ever had sex with someone that's... I think we should opposite gatekeep, which is that how do you really know you're straight? Or how exactly. do you really know you're gay if you've never had the experience? Exactly. <laughs> someone else. <laughs> we should we should flip that gatekeeping. Just I assume. People, from, from I know this people point on. like to do it with like straight people, like kind of as a joke. Yeah. But it's so. I feel like I've met a lot of straight people who identify as straight men, and they're like, you know, I always think I'm straight. But, like, if a dude came around, I think I would maybe, like, I would test it. Yeah, I encounter I that attitude absolutely a lot of the time. Which I Which, which is I cool. Is I'm glad that there are so many cis, like, straight men, or who are, cis who men, are, who think they're most likely straight. heteroflexible. Heteroflexible. Heterocurious. Or homocurious. Heteroflexible. Yeah. Homoflexible. I don't, I don't know. know. Just querious. Yeah, the query has... Uh, just, wait. I've never heard that before. Someone else had to have made that up before this Probably. moment. But I'm going with it. Querious. Um, so what is bisexuality like in the porn industry? We have a question that someone I, asked. There are a few questions about it. pretty it, descriptive but I wording. I would... Yeah. I like the one that was about threesomes in the porn industry. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Also, shout out to... This person who asked this question, because you also told us that um, this podcast helped you talk to your partner about your own bisexuality, yeah. and I'm proud of you, dude. Shout out. Shout, Shout out, out to, to you. you. That made me very happy to read that, too. Yeah. Shout um, outs, my man. So, user, Instagram user, Lancelot67JR. Oh, I wasn't sure if we were saying their Instagram. Well, these are the people who commented publicly on an Instagram post. Oh, okay. The ones that they submitted through the Instagram, like, question feed, those Uh, are anonymized. Like, uh, if I answer one and, like, post it back in the story, it's always anonymous. So I'm going to respect that, because usually if I answer someone's thing, I expect the anonymity to be kept. kept. So I'm going to leave those people who asked in that format anonymous, but the people who commented, because they commented publicly where anyone could see it, I assume we're going to go ahead and say the username. Um, But that user, Lancelot, commented... Is bisexuality in general less valued by the porn industry, 
or does it create an advantage for by performers because of more shooting options? Um, so the, the mainstream porn industry, and I've, we go over this just about in every episode, but by mainstream, of course, I mean the readily available stuff you would encounter if you're going to any of the really big, famous, most famously visited porn sites, like Pornhub is an example. Um, if you look for bisexual porn, usually you're going to find things that would be called like a girl-girl scene, which is just two cisgender women fucking each other. You know, you might find two women and a, and a man fucking each other, and that's also called like a bisexual threesome. But it, it, as a performer in the porn industry, women who perform on camera with other women are generally not treated as bisexual. It's kind of, it's almost like assumed that you're going to do that. So in a lot of ways, um, when it comes to bisexuality and particular like gender pairings um it's literally the inverse for men so for example most like a lot of women who start in porn they start out doing girl girl scenes mm -hmm. and then it's like a step up in intensity as far as well as in pay rate to start performing with men on camera so in that sense girl girls considered like the more widespread thing for so, women to do in, in so porn. i have a so I have a question. Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing is that sexual, your personal sexuality as a person mm -hmm. doesn't make a difference as a porn performer. It's more about how you are willing to represent your gender identity or how you're willing to represent the, um, the act of gender identity, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. like maybe you identify as one thing, but how willing you're willing you're like, if you identify more as a butch, right. But you're fine with growing your hair out and, you know, wearing like feminine clothes for mm -hmm. a scene. So it's much more about like, they don't, they don't really care about like your gender and sexuality as long as you look a certain way and you're willing to do certain things. I wouldn't say that that's necessarily the case in okay. mainstream porn. Um, because mainstream porn relies heavily on pretty conventional presentations of gender. So... No, that's what that's what I mean, is that, like... Okay. Is that, like, maybe if you do identify one like way as long as, as you gender, look femme... Yeah, as long and as you, you are... As long as and you, you are... As long as you female look genitalia, then, like... As long as you yeah, look feminine, basically. you have female genitalia. As long as you look masculine mm -hmm. and you have masculine gen like mm -hmm. or a penis, mm -hmm. then it, the then the porn industry is like okie dokie. And then yeah. sexuality is not necessarily considered in these sort of labeling ways, but sexuality right. is considered in what are you willing to do, mm -hmm. and how much are you how much do you want to be compensated for that thing that you're willing to do yes yeah when it comes to the actual like so like i'm known to be a bisexual performer but that's only because i branded myself that way and i like don't shut up about it basically so like but yeah there are women who are like famous porn stars who perform with people of all genders on camera and like you wouldn't really know one way or the other if they specifically are like, I'm bisexual. It might be that they just haven't focused on, like, branding themselves that way. Um, and that's a thing that, you know, it's... 
I struggled with it when I first started in the porn industry because I did so much girl girl or like, you know, quote unquote, like lesbian scenes. And I struggled with the fact that this is just kind of the thing though, when you're a brand new performer and you're not like established mm -hmm. and you're not well known, which I don't, now I am, so I don't have to worry about this anymore. Right. But when I was brand new, you don't really get to necessarily request talent. Like you yeah. don't get to say who you're going to work with in a scene. And you don't have, you don't have like the no list. You, well, you do have a no list. You can put anyone on your no list from the first day. Okay, it's just cool. that it would be kind of weird to do that if you have never worked with that person. Yeah. Unless you, like, just know that you hate them and you, like, never want to work with them. In which case, you can still do that. You can put them on your no list. But for me, I was just like, well, I, I don't know how they're choosing these pairings. Like, studios would just pair me with another woman and I'd be like, I guess they're, they're doing it entirely based on, like, body type. Mm -hmm. Like, they're like, it would be hot to see these people together. Which is like, okay, valid. Probably was hot yeah. that we were together. But like sometimes I was like, I just have no chemistry with this person. And like, it feels a little like it's not super genuine. You know, I had yeah. a couple experiences like that. Not a lot. But it, I learned very early on because of doing a lot of girl-girl porn scenes that like, wow, this, this industry really does treat bisexual woman, women as like bisexual woman. Um, but there is, even in that, I felt like there was a lot of bisexual erasure. It was just like, I didn't feel super seen as being bisexual. I kept saying like, yes, I'm bi. Like, like I really enjoy having sex with women. And, and it's almost like people didn't believe it, <laughs> you know? And then yeah. another thing is that a lot of the fan base for like girl, girl porn and like a straight men. Yes. Like, a lot of porn that's created and sold and marketed as lesbian porn, like, hot women doing each other, almost exclusively the audience for it is men, like, straight men, um, which is weird because they also are very vocal and, like, commenty about what they're watching, and I just remember getting real pissed off early on because I saw, I found, like, a whole thread that was all about me and the, like, lesbian porn scenes I'd done and it was all like series gay for pay, and I was very mad. Yeah. But then I was also like, wait, how would any of these guys know Real what it that. looks like? I imagine. <laughs> I imagine a lot of bioreacher happens in the industry not because of that, but because of consumption. So it's because yeah. the whole point is that it's a fantasy. Mm -hmm. So I, so you know, they want to assume that you're gay for pay mm -hmm. because then they can have a shot with you. Exactly. Yeah. It's like they want to put this... It's like... But on the other side, a lot of those same fans that are only into, like, lesbian girl-girl performers, mm -hmm. if the, if a performer that they love who's, who's famous for doing girl-only scenes then starts working with penises on camera, those same fans might be like, oh, she's defiling herself, you know? Like, straight men who want to watch lesbian porn who then denigrate a performer... When she does, like, straight scenes with cis men. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the whole section of porn fandom that I'm just like, I'm just not going to fuck with that. Like, it's yeah. super toxic, and it, and then it, it doesn't also, do anything for me personally. And it goes so. into the whole thing of, like, penetration is the ultimate sexual act, and therefore right. blah, blah, blah. It just reinforces all the really... Trans-exclusive, queer-exclusive, turfy, either we can't call them turfs because they're not feminists, but, you know, that kind of mentality. We've talked about before, folks, <laughs> been over it. I'm only saying it like that because 
that's me feeling sick and being like, I don't want to talk about that part <laughs> too much. I so, just, <laughs> I just want to talk about new content only. New content only. So going back to, because I didn't fully like answer Lancelot's question, which uh, down to the specific question within yes. his question was, does being bisexual create an advantage for bisexual performers? Like, because they get more shooting options. I would say overall, no. Not when we're talking about bisexual men. Usually it eliminates many of their shooting options if um, yeah. if a dude in the porn industry is openly bisexual. Really? Uh-huh. Because biphobia, um, oh. homophobia, oh, yeah. um, transphobia, all those things are have some pretty deep roots in the porn industry, and it is getting way better. Huge thanks to people like Wolf Hudson, who's a porn star. He's been around for years. I guess I done just... all kinds of work, but he's really focusing. He's like literally changed the industry as he's like one person who has measurably changed the industry and made bisexual men super visible. I guess I just think of it more as like, um, sorry, let me, (laughs) when you, when it comes to, you know, if you're looking at a scene that is straight girl guy, Mm -hmm. because most porn is made for straight male consumption. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily matter who is on the other, who is attached to the penis. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's True. why I'm surprised by the fact that bisexuality, but I guess what you're saying is that if you are a male and you openly come out as bisexual, you might get be, you might get put on someone's no list. Correct. That's exactly okay. what I'm saying. Um, again, it's getting so much better now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Wolf Hudson has started making his content that he almost exclusively, like, I follow him on Twitter, so he has, like, new scene alerts all the time, and most of what he creates are bisexual MMF scenes. So it's him and, you know, an- another man with a penis and, like, a female-identifying person. And sometimes it's a it's a cis woman, sometimes it's, like, a trans woman. But So are those scenes, do they actually, like focus on the men who are involved or do they just focus on the female who is getting uh, for lack of a better term uh, uh, spit roasted <laughs> if you will yeah it's I don't even see a ton of spit roasting in his scenes like <laughs> no, no it's super cool <laughs> there's, there's specific like bisexual threesome positions that like I'm like did these exist before Wolf Hudson did them and popularized them? Wow. I don't know because I mean, probably because there's, not, there's not like a large literature of bisexual porn threesomes to yeah, look except, at. Yeah you know? except here's the thing it's like um, it's rule 34 like if you think it existed like and you know the Greeks were freaks and sheets. Creepy pedophiles? But also freaks <laughs> Yeah, what I'm saying is that um, someone's probably done it in the history I'm of sure time. someone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We just don't know because the Library of Alexandria was burned down. Yeah. We don't, we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know the amazing acrobatic wild pansexual orgies that they were having yeah. in Greece. Overall, I would say that bisexual men have less options because of being more judged by the industry. And yeah, usually that's in the form of um, other industry people being like, oh, I don't know about that. Working with those bisexual men, like, they might have HIV. 
Which is a really antiquated, like, perspective to have, especially now that PrEP medication exists. Yeah. And, like, I know several performers, um, by or not, who are on PrEP. I'm on PrEP medication. (laughs) So, like, to me, it just seems like, especially since I literally can get it for free because the company that makes it has a great assistance program that I happen to qualify for, which I was honestly surprised that I qualified for it. But, like, my insurance covers part of it, and then... That even the copay is covered, so like I get it for free. Swag. I have no reason not to take it. And then some people are like, now I'm just going off about prep, but like, there's also studies about different ways of dosing prep. Like you don't technically have to take it every single day. There is like a, a um an incident incident based. I'm so like whoops, I had sex, but like. Um, there's like a it, like there's like a more timing based way of taking it where you can take a certain amount, like, before mm-hmm. sexual exposure, and then right after. Which is sort of similar to, like, a Plan B pill or something. Um, so, yeah, like, people protect that, like, performers, adult performers care about protecting themselves. That is the default. You know, well, it's that, that's pretty sort of... rare that a, a, an adult performer is like, no, I'm not gonna fall. Like, the industry has rules that we all follow. That's the way that it works. You know, every once in a while, there's a bad, a bad egg that doesn't respect those rules. And those people quickly, um, get, you know, pretty, I don't know if they get fully excommunicated, but they sure do lose a lot of work because if you like falsify a test or do some shady shit like that, a lot of people are going to be like, I will never work with this person. They are permanently on my no list. We don't trust them anymore. It's like... So, like, it's but, really dumb to do. But who you're going to do a scene with is a lot just, like, regular dating. Yeah. It is. Which is why I don't understand, like, all of this stigma around STIs and, you know... I understand that people don't want to be exposed to HIV. But also, like, can we do better than just assuming that someone who has sex with men is, you know, more risky? Like, not. it's like the whole thing where you can't donate blood... If you're a man who has sex with men. I would say not until they can donate blood. (laughs) Right. So, it's just incredibly frustrating. But yeah, um, historically, bisexual men in the porn industry have been very, very closeted about their bisexuality to the degree that there are still bisexual performers who have a totally different stage name for straight porn and gay porn. Interesting. And even the fact that it's straight porn or gay porn is, like, erasing bisexuality. So, again, I just am going to say... How much I love that Wolf Hudson is like really popularizing this as its own genre. Um, there are a lot of other people doing it too that I could shout out like a whole list, but honestly, he's the first that comes to mind, and he's kind of spearheaded it. So let's and, be honest, lesbian porn isn't actually lesbian porn because they don't sit there and talk about their feelings for twenty <laughs> or twenty or thirty minutes before having sex. I know. Yeah, if it were really lesbian porn, Rachel, it would essentially be the first thirty minutes of our podcast followed by sex. <laughs> No, no, no. It would be the first three minutes of our podcast. Then you would awkwardly be like, so, uh, I, uh... I like your eyelashes. I, like, I think your <laughs> plaid is really cool. Where'd you get that lip gloss? That's so... It's pretty. I think you're really pretty. And I think um, kissing would cool. Cool? <laughs> That's what it Are you just role-playing yourself? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm role-playing two lesbians. It's accurate. <laughs> like, the joke is that 
there's the clueless lesbian, mm-hmm. but the real joke is that all lesbians are the clueless lesbian. <laughs> um, oh, so do you know how you can tell if someone's bisexual? Is this a riddle or like a knock knock? How? Just how? How can you tell? Bisexuals can't sit correctly. Oh my god! I was hoping you would say that! The bisexuals can't sit right meme. My favorite meme of all time. I'm only sitting right right now because having the heating pad on is the easiest way to do it is to scrunch fully forward, sit with my legs up, mm-hmm. and just... But normally I do not sit correctly. Same. I, I have to sit right at this table because... This, like, under thing comes down so far that I have about oh, an inch no, between dude, the table and my thighs. Dude, here's, here's what you do. You use the other chair. <laughs> and you put your... You assist with the... Uh, that's good. See, normally I have to have my legs elevated, which is really more of, like, a circulation thing. I just feel better. Bisexuals Because I have better. these long legs. Bisexuals have better circulation because they don't sit right. <laughs> or maybe they have worse because, you know, if you, like, sit with your legs crossed all the time, you, you're supposed to be, like, if you're on a plane, you shouldn't do that because then you'll get a blood clot. Bisexuals get blood clots on planes because they can't sit right. <laughs> I fly so much lately, I'm going to have so many blood clots. Um, Actually, you should have seen, like, I was on a plane last week mm-hmm. and I was sitting, like, Oh, God. Okay, so I was in the, um, the, like, I got the front row, right? Uh-huh. They, uh, American Airlines upgraded me in first class. I was super excited because I've never flown first class in my life. So I'm in the front row where there's not a seat in front of me. There's that wall thing right before you get to the flight attendants area. And I'm sitting, and I scrunch back in the chair, and then I've got this wall. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to put my feet up on the wall. So I have both my feet up like this. I'm going to take a picture of this so that... And I'm sitting there, and then at one point, I put my flight blanket entirely over my body, so I just look like two legs sticking up straight in the air with a blanket human everywhere else. This is the, (laughs) this is the photo. (laughs) And yeah, and I'm, and I have no doubt that everyone on that plane was like, look at that bisexual in the front row. She can't sit right. When I came back from London, I, um, from my flight from Chicago, I upgraded to first class so that on my layover, I had, like, access to the first class lounge mm-hmm. the, for American Airlines, and then on the way back, I ended up sitting next to my, like, a math teacher from high school. She Dude, wasn't my weird. math teacher. Okay. A but she was a math teacher, and she was, like, very well-known. And so I was like, uh, I was like, shit, I can't drink on this flight now. Oh, my God. We have, like, three more questions okay. um, that we can answer, and then and then we're going to wrap it up for the bisexuality episode. <laughs> we kind of t- briefly touched on this, but I want to go ahead and actually, like, read the question out loud, the full thing. Um, how often, someone asked, this is one of the anonymous ones, how often are the quote-unquote gay for pay performers really actually bi? And like we said, we didn't take a survey. Right. So I don't know. Um, I really don't know. And I also think that... Like, but I mean, we, I think gay for pay is like... I I don't I, love that as a label. Like, I don't... But here's the thing. I think it... If some, if you described your sexuality to someone, you didn't put labels on it. They would label you, but that's not the society that we live in. Yeah. So, 
even though someone might say like, well, I am only, I only do scenes with someone of my same gender mm-hmm. when I'm being paid for it. I don't do it outside of when I'm being paid. They might still label you as bisexual. Mm-hmm. It has so much to do with self-identification. Yeah. So. Right. So it's not really fair of us to say, well, this guy fucks men on camera, but in yeah. his personal life, he only fucks women. So he's but, bisexual. But, he's, but I'm going to say he's bisexual. Like, right. that's not our choice. It's his. also, it's the same way we were talking earlier about, or in the previous episode, mm-hmm. I don't know. But we were talking about how, you know, even though, like, when you're looking at it from the outside, all porn is non-monogamous. Right. There are porn performers who say they're monogamous despite the fact that they are... We were talking about that earlier, just, yeah. I know, because I wasn't sure how you're cutting it. Oh, got it. Oh, I get it, yeah. Because, we're yeah, this is going to be split into two different, like a part one and a part two, since it's still on. So, (laughs) so, um, so, you know, because that's, because that's how they feel. This is, that's their, that is how they interpret monogamy. Right. Is that, you know, even though... People would say, well, you're sleeping with other people even though you're just with this one person that's non-monogamous. Or you're in an open relationship at the very least. Right. But, so it's not your place, my place, anyone, but the person who it's affects. Right. Or the person who, the person who is at question to determine whether they are bisexual. Exactly. And as much as you may not like the term gave or pay... That might be something that people find helpful to be as a label. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. I don't like it just because personally I didn't like it when someone was like, I think she's gay for pay. I was like, right. no, I'm not. Which is fair. Yeah, so I don't like that as my label. But yeah, great point, Rachel, because if someone else likes that and wants to use that and they accept it, mm-hmm. more power to them. Yeah. Do them to them. More power to do it. More power to do <laughs> um, This is really similar, so, but I'll go ahead and read it. Another anonymous. A pretty high percentage of performers, performers <laughs> seem to be bisexual. Hidden population percentage or the job appeals? Um, I think I think that question is I more think like, a pretty I'm, high percentage of porn performers are sluts. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm interpreting this question as... Do more bisexuals get into the porn industry because the job appeals to them? And what I'm going to say is that bisexuality does not equal promiscuity mm-hmm. or sluttiness. Mm-hmm. And then, and so, you know, yeah. Take that as you will. So take that as you will. Like, I'm bisexual and I would not be in the industry. Mm-hmm. Not just because my body and type doesn't really fit the standard, and I think I'd have a really hard time being anything other than a niche genre performer, uh, but because I is no. Yeah, you don't want it. You I don't, don't want, want it. it. <laughs> and like I said, I uh, like my monogamy as much as I joke about you know like m- making out with people for <laughs> for money. You know what? If there was, I like my monogamy. If there was a way that I could just make out with people for money, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Look, 
if Ryan I Kramer would, can have we we end up bringing him up in every fucking episode, and like I don't even know the guy. I need to oh, meet yeah. him just so I can be like ah, safe for work, fine. Yeah, but if he can make a whole YouTube channel of him reading books and like being super wholesome, I said YouTube, I meant Pornhub channel. Yeah, if he um, can be safe for work, then Rachel, if you wanted to, you could have a monetized Pornhub channel of you making out. I wouldn't. With your hand, I, if you want to do oh that. Oh my god. That would be within the bounds of my monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. So let like, us... Different so makeout techniques let practiced us on know your own hand. if you want to see a Pornhub channel of just me <laughs> making out with my hand. How do you make money off of that? You just monetize it. It's, just me, made, it's like YouTube. It's based on views. Let me you know. can also sell clips and people actually intentionally pay for and download the clip. But So yeah. let me know if you would keep it on a loop so that I could make money... From selling video. I know. I think that the algorithm probably detects if someone just has something set on it. Okay, let me know if you would like. Let me know if you would watch like, like, ten or twenty times. You gotta in the week. What you would need is someone to share that link with every fucking person they know, like a chain email. Yeah, from 1998, and then those people send it to everyone they know. You have to watch it all the way. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's how you. You gotta watch it. There's a minimum of time you have to stay watching it. Here's the. Here's what it would sound like, at least. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I could get into that. I could get into <laughs> hand make- exclusive hand makeup <laughs> by Babe, Rachel. What would TM. you What would you think if I became uh, if I started monetizing me making out with my hand? Also, it would be very artsy. So it would just be like my from like the nose mm-hmm. to like. Like a little bit of my neck, mm-hmm. like it would just be. It would be a very close-up shot. Wear a masquerade you, mask. Yeah. Moment. How, babe? How would you feel about that? Do you support your fiance? Do you support me in this endeavor to become a Pornhub star oh by just God. making out with my hand? You know what? You know what? You could get your own jacket. Oh my God, babe! I could get a cool Letterman jacket. What would your number be? What would my number be? Uh, what was your number, like, on sport team in high school? Sport team. I... Sport. I, I didn't do five. sport in high school. Didn't you do... But middle school, you did a sport. I did, but it, the numbers weren't based on, like, what you chose. The numbers oh. were based on, like, the size of the jersey. I think you that's should stupid. do 55, and that's only because five fingers on your hand. 55. But also, in Thai, five is ha. So if you say ha ha... Haha. That is funny. Okay. My my fiance speaks some Thai, so he just explained that five in Thai is ha. So my number in Pornhub should be fifty-five, not just because you have five fingers on your hand, but because if you said it in Thai it would be ha ha. I love this. So help me make my dreams come true of getting a Pornhub 50k subscriber jacket. <laughs> um, and help me choose my help me choose my porn star name. Please. Please. Because it can't be Rachel. It can't be Rachel. Right? It's like you get a chance to choose a fun one. Why would you like you gotta choose a fun one? It's gotta be and it's gotta be a pun with hands to make it work. Hangela? No, that's a little pretty weak it's pretty weak that's sauce fantastic what are you talking about Han- Angela. i feel like that's kind of weak okay fine 
Like it's a little weak sauce. Um, how often do adult performers jump into porn just to discover their sexuality, bi or otherwise? Uh, that's another one of those questions that's so... It would require to generalize so much that I'm, I would hesitate to even guess. I mean, a large part of why I was interested in porn was because I knew that it would be a way I could further explore my sexuality in, like, you know, a, a relatively controlled and safe environment. So I, I would guess that a fair amount of performers feel the same way. Um, but I think that a lot of people, by the time they arrive at, you know, doing adult work, that they have a pretty good idea of who they're sexually attracted to, mm. you know? Maybe they're not, like, living an out life as a bisexual person, but, I mean, by the time that I was old enough to have started porn if I wanted to, because, you know, 18, um, I, I knew that I was bisexual by that point, hmm. you know? I wasn't, like, out to anyone yet, but I knew that I was, so I think that's probably... I feel like a lot of people by that age kind of have an inkling of... yeah. What their where their attractions are, probably more so now. I just feel like it's so much different because people who are like in their late teens or like their early twenties now kind of grew up in a time where there was so much visible, so much more visible queerness. So it seems like a little more on surface, like accepted. Um, and. I, I agree with everything she said, which is why I'm not saying anything. I was just sitting here. I was just <laughs> and sitting here nodding. And, and I said, if you want to, sore. I can do all the talking so you can rest your poor little throats. Mm -mm. Uh, okay, so I'm No, gonna... all I contribute to this partnership is that I sit here and I talk. You drink tea. You, you drink tea and you give tea. That, but, but what I'm saying is I have to do my job. You're doing your job perfectly well. Am, am I doing my job perfectly well, audience? Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Is How's Angela doing? I'm going to impose this name on you. Um, so the last question I'm going to read from our anonymous IG questions. Uh, do you think by MFM porn, and uh, aside here, because MFM also means my favorite murder. So I literally read this in my head is, do you think by my favorite murder porn <laughs> will ever catch on as FFM porn? Okay, what this person is actually asking though is by male, female, male, as in like two bisexual men and a female. Um, do I think that that will ever catch on the way that uh, two girls and a guy threesomes are incredibly popular in porn? Um, no, I don't think it'll catch on as, as much. I think that still most mainstream porn is produced for the male gaze, the straight yeah. male gaze. No, until, until there's porn that is more readily available and produced for a wider audience, then, then it, the answer is probably no. Yeah. And relative to this, I actually did a poll on my Instagram, or not my Instagram, on my OnlyFans. So, like, these are my paying fans who subscribe because they want to see my content. I did a poll today because I do plan on shooting some um, buy um, content with Wolf Hudson. I've talked with a couple other people where it would be me and two other bisexual men. I have a, I have a question. Yes? Hello? How, what makes it buy content? Is that, like, at the beginning of the video, you're like... 
We're all bisexual. Let's have sex now. It's that the men are sexually interacting with each other. Oh, okay. It's as not. As opposed to a regular. Correct. As opposed to a spit roast where it's just two men focusing all their sexual attention on the one, like, quote unquote, sharing the woman. So like, so like one man is giving the other man a hand job, and then yes. someone is also licking someone's pussy. Or and... a by train, which is literally like a little hamburger of like a dude on the bottom, a woman in the middle, and then another dude. Or you could also have a guy on the bottom, his penis in a butt above him, and then that next penis in the second stack is going into another butt above it, or a vagina. Like, there's infinite combinations, which is one of the reasons I think it's like, wow, oh my god, this is amazing. See, maybe that's why it doesn't surprise me, because all the things you've said, it's, I've read it in fanfic somewhere. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but I've, yeah, so I've like... Read, I've read it where someone is giving it to a dude from behind, and then mm -hmm. he's giving it to the girl, and... Oh yeah, like, I've never even... I've, that's a thing I've never done in my personal life, and I'm like, super excited to try it. Um... So yeah, I did a poll on my OnlyFans because I'm like, I'm oh, aware. Wait. There's that... another one where it's the girl is wearing a strap on and so she's pegging the guy mm -hmm. and then and then he's yeah. fucking a guy as he or giving or giving a blowjob to the other guy as he's getting pegged from behind. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of like uh, Peggy Carter and <laughs> and Steve and Bucky. Oh my god, <laughs> stuff. I love it. It's perfect. Steve, Steve and Bucky, like, from, from Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like most people listening will I do, get that reference. But... I do love Captain America in general. I don't just read smut. I read I read wholesome content, too. Yay! I'm not a pervert. Wink. Wink. Among my OnlyFans people, when I did my little poll, and I just simply was like, hey, I'm going to be shooting this type of content, like, scenes with two bi men, where we're all interacting with each other sexually, would you be interested in that? Because I'm curious among my paying fans who is open to that content and would purchase it and watch it and who wouldn't. Because I'm aware that most of my fan base is it's overwhelmingly male. Like Do my Instagram ask, like, followers are 98%. Male, which is of on course your, based on, on your what only you said. Do but. you have like a thing where it's like you have to sum, like you submit like an age demographic and like how you like male how you identify gender wise like sort of like on, any sort of survey that you okay nope it's there's like no that's one of the things that's my one of one of my complaints about OnlyFans as OnlyFans as a platform is they provide absolutely no metrics no demographics there's no analytic analytic data at all and there could be and it would be super valuable but they don't do it. I assume they have it on their end, but they don't share it with us as um, content creators. So Just of my poll, stupid. my poll's literally half and half. 160 people said yes, they would be interested in that content and they would watch it happily. 159 people said no. 89 people said, I don't know, but I'd give it a try. So, so how many... And even that's... among my fan base, which is pretty... Have, it's almost entirely male who mm. are like subscribed to my my social media, my paid social media on OnlyFans. I also usually assume that they're majority straight men, mm. but even then, there's a lot. I'm surprised. Like I was expecting less open mindedness to that content, so it's pretty cool, and I'm excited about so it. So, how many people? I mean, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. maybe. I mean, if you care, if you don't want to share it with our listeners, you mm -hmm. can just cut this out. But mm -hmm. how many? How many people? How many OnlyFans do you have? Because they don't have to participate in that survey. 
That's correct. I have a total, like the total number of votes combined is 408, which is about, God, that's not even an eighth of my, like I have. I was wondering about the participation. Yeah, it's, no, it's more than an eighth. I'm sorry, I'm bad at math. I think it's like a six or something. I, I have about 2,500 mm. subscribers currently. Cool. So yeah, and it's, I mean, the poll's up there for a week, so I'll get more of that information. But this is like, I literally posted that today. Like eight hours ago. Not good planning on your behalf. I didn't even post it because I was thinking about this podcast episode. I just was like, it was just literally for my own curiosity because I was thinking about the content that I'm going to be shooting in the near future. And I was like, I wonder who will actually buy this. Legit. (laughs) You know, if I, if I shoot something, I want to make sure I can actually sell it. (laughs) Although in this case, I would still do it because I know it'll be fun. Sell something. Why would I want to make a living doing the thing that's my job? What is what is that? Um, Has anyone signed up for Patreon for the level where we make a paper flower and shoot a (laughs) shoot a thing? No, but that level doesn't exist yet. Oh, okay, cool. Because we only well we only talked about it in the bonus episode. So to even hear about it, they need to be a Patreon subscriber already. Okay, you can cut this out. (laughs) No, you're fine, you're fine. Okay. Has anyone expressed interest after? I haven't heard anything from anyone specifically, no. I'm not going to cut this out also. Um, We could do that, and I think it should be a a tier that's, like, below the fanfic I guess we should, like, explain it. Yeah, well, let's just rehash it right right now, real quick. and And then we'll be done with this episode. So, we were thinking about creating a Patreon tier where um, Rachel would make one of her gorgeous, gorgeous flowers, her mm-hmm. crepe paper flowers um, that she's been working so hard on for her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, but she would I would, make I one would not work so hard fan. on this one. Right. It would be a I lazy would, would, crepe flower. It would be very pretty, but it would be minimal effort. Okay. <laughs> right. You're no. not gonna. You're gonna. You're not gonna have a five-hour effort flower. Yeah. No. It's gonna be yeah. like maybe. It's gonna take me an hour. Maybe. Even that, I'm like questioning. Aren't there some that you can do in 20 minutes? I'm lying. I'm oh, okay. an hour. Oh, okay. Got it. It's, it's going to take an hour because you stop yeah. every five minutes to look up and continue watching Hoarders. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that is typically my process, yes. Or Love is Blind. Um, <laughs> so Rachel makes a paper flower. Uh-huh. Then I put it between my butt cheeks. <laughs> And take a photo of it held between my butt cheeks. Yeah. And then... No, we said we said they could specify the vibe, like, if they wanted it in your armpit. Oh, sure. I mean, if someone wants a little paper flower in my armpit, that's fine. Or, like, you holding um, it, like, a tango style, like, between your teeth, like... Yeah. I would do it. Yeah, so you would get the flower in the mail. Um, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, like, you know, we can't... Guarantee that it won't arrive crushed to death by USPS, but but we'll try. To, you mean to not, we can ship it in a box? We can we can ship it in like I think a padded envelope would make more sense. I mean, I'm I'm like, saying I have USPS shipping rates memorized, and any okay, form of I box mean, is going to be like seven dollars, pretty much. So. I mean, I'm gonna let you do the work. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna let you do all that shit. I'm gonna uh, make the thing. It'd have to be a padded envelope, and okay. we could write fragile on it. So okay, cool. Yeah, it, I mean, it might be exposed to some hardship. Is all I'm gonna say. Okay, but but they will get the flower. Is the point here? And it will have touched. And it will Adrian have touched slash me somewhere. Body. Correct. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So that that's gonna be a Patreon tier. So we'll go ahead and I'll create that one. 
and it will exist. But currently, some of the other perks that you can look forward to, like at the $15 tier is the sticker thing. Um, several of the tiers get you access to our Discord server, which has a special channel just for asking us questions. It's super cool. I have checked it out several times. I know you're a huge fan of Discord, Rachel. Uh, yeah. I know. It's like I your lifeline. You're on it all day. <laughs> I'm on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, check out our Patreon again. Uh, Patreon.com slash adult. Since we are adult-related or, like, mature content because we discuss sex and stuff on this podcast, you can't search us on the website. You have to type in the exact URL. Patreon.com slash afteradult. Okay, look, here's the reason I'm not on the Discord server. I realize that I am not the draw of this pod. I know people, I think, tolerate me at minimum, but I'm not the draw of this, of this relationship. It's Adrian. So, like... So I get very self-conscious. Like, I don't want to, like, insert myself and be, like, and ask questions because it's, like, I don't want to be unpopular online. <gasps> it's very much. But it's very insecure if, of me. But they need to understand, you lovely humans listening, that, like, even if what Rachel's saying is true and you're one of those people who's, like, which is listening because totally, you want to listen to me. totally cool. I need you to know that for me... Wanting to do this podcast, Rachel is my draw. Aww. So there's no me continuing this podcast, you know, without you, you. Rachel. My twin in faux redheadism. Yay! <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna end it there. Follow us on Instagram after adult. Follow us on Twitter after Tell adult me. pod. Review me, us on iTunes podcast. Tell me that you like me on Discord so Adrian can tell me and then I'll Yay. start being active on the Discord server. Yeah. Everyone join the Patreon, get on the Discord, and just start commenting about, hey, where's Rachel? I thought she was going to be here. So we can shame her into it. Into being in the Discord server. Uh-huh. Either that or I'll steal your phone when you're not looking. Adrian's only sent, me, only sent me like the link three times. Yeah, every day I, I'm like, good morning, it's a new day, Rachel. Here's the link to the Discord server. Here's the Discord server. <laughs> okay, until next time. Bye. We just want to shout out some of our Patreon supporters, including Donut Moon. Very mysterious. We don't know uh, where Donut Moon is from. Justin from Houston, Texas, and Tim from Minneapolis, Minnesota.